So if someone who picks up a copy of Ripple and they try to rec- work through these practices and these mm-hmm. principles, what what type of help? I mean, they may have help within the organization. They may not. Sure. What kind of support is available to them? The Ripple Leader Podcast, exploring powerful leadership from the inside out with your hosts, Chris Hutchinson and Josh Schuler. So three ripples, six principles, and many, many practices mm-hmm. culminate in this idea of ripple leadership that we've been exploring over these number of episodes. And now we're kind of bringing it all to a close. So someone who's gone through this whole journey with us, and right. it, it, what's the encouragement to them? What, what are some things that you'd want to call out, especially if they say, you know what, I need help right now? Um, yeah, I, I think, well, first of all, knowing that you'd like to have better leadership is the, is the, half the battle at least. Say, hmm, I'd like to have a bigger impact either on the way I show up or other people or the organization. Kudos. Because there's a, there's a fair number of leaders who think, hey, I don't need to get any better. And then they start not going beyond the status quo. They're going to get what they get and it may not be very good. So... Uh, that's the first part. The other thing is, I mean, you said, but I need help now. We actually, when I was writing this, I thought there's probably people in that. I bet you there's people that did the podcast that just skipped around and got things they thought sounded cool. Like, oh, that sounds like that might be helpful. Or I just have time for one of these 10 minute things. There's a section of the back of the book that actually goes through all the practices within that structure. And it says, here's what you'd probably see as a symptom with yourself or from your own perspective, what you'd see in other people, in the organization, uh, at least personnel-wise, and then what you see as organizational results. The idea being that if you don't have time to go from one into the other in the way that I think is probably going to help people the most overall long-term, i got a short-term fix. I need a Band-Aid. And you can look through there and see where's the place where they may be feeling the most pain. Go work on that practice, do a little exercise, get better. And hopefully there's, when I when we do that with our coaching, when we get a little bit of forward momentum, that energy that comes back, it's like, oh, wow, that was helpful. Well, maybe I can take a little more time and do this. And that sort of is a positive snowball down the hill. So hopefully people, when they're working on this, they can either go to that section or, or grab a, one of the podcasts even and say, let me try to do this a little bit better. Specific exercises that we have, I think, are meant to be 5 to 15 minutes. Just sort of tweak your thinking a little bit and get you into action. And you've really tried to do this, even though there is a logical flow and mm-hmm. building of concepts throughout the book. But... The realization of people are they have time crunch that, that they yeah. need help that they can get the help that they need yeah i mean there there is a problem being too busy driving to get gas mm-hmm. that is a self-correcting problem you will run out of gas at some point I, you know maybe some isolated stop you don't want to get you know where they don't have fuel but i think taking a little bit of time when, it, when i wrote the book i was really trying to help people not feel overwhelmed even though we have all these things they're little snippets they're little small pieces if i can make this piece a little better great i can make this piece it's not dependent on my style necessarily or my personality these are things i can do that in the real world will help me be more successful because the way i involve people and the way i show up and the way we make the organization different little tweaks will give you a lot of benefit and you'll also get credit for doing things differently for trying stuff out, especially if you're vocal about it. Hey, I'm going to try this and do it. I mean, it's, if it's on other people. If it's on yourself, just do it quietly. Don't worry about it. Uh, but saying, here's here's the reason I'm trying to do something because it we, matters to us. Here's how I think it's going to matter to you. This is how it matters to me. Would you? How willing are you to help me with this? That in itself will give you credit to say, hey, he cares or she cares. We're trying to make a difference, and we're trying to involve the people in their own work. Uh, I've seen organizations that have 
really pretty lousy systems and the people are holding it together with rubber bands and bailing wire. The, it can work pretty well. However, when somebody takes vacation or leaves, the thing hiccups pretty hard and it's very difficult if somebody goes. On the flip side, I've seen organizations that try to get perfect systems that are going to not require really humans to work it. Those don't work so well. Ideally, I think as a leader, if you set up to help your people be really effective together and you together design the systems and make them better, everybody wins. They understand what things are working better, you understand what things are working better, and you get a better result from the system and you're all involved with it so you start building the confidence that we can adjust this, we can make it better. And once you hit that stage, it's pretty cool because they start building on each other. People start giving suggestions on suggestions and we're making it better and better and better and everybody wins. So someone who picks up a copy of Ripple and they try to rec- work through these practices and these mm-hmm. principles, what what type of help? I mean, they may have help within the organization. They may not. Sure. What kind of support is available to them? Well, the first thing that we have is, and it's listed in there at rippleleader.com, there is a free download of a PDF that has a lot of the exercise in them with room to write. I mean, if you want to use your printer and a couple of action plans and it says how do you you know what's the challenge what principles do you think apply what exercise you're gonna try once you did them what results did you get how do you feed that back in it's just a little action planner there's also sort of a journal area where you can write down here's specific customers I have challenges strengths specific employees myself you know learning about myself and so that learning capturing that learning can be really effective there's also a version you can just buy if you don't want to burn up your printer and get those so that's a first level resource we're also going to be offering seminars I think what that'll be online I mean I should say uh, one of those web webinars webinars right so a webinar where people can kind of interact at some level and we can talk about it and of course, we do offer individual coaching and work with teams around Ripple and around other parts of this where there's a challenge. That's what we do. We come in and help folks get better with supplying them with some strengths where they might not have them and help them get those strengths. And then we work ourselves out of jobs as quick as we can because we know the effective leaders will continue to take this and run well. Now, I recognize that if, if someone's listened through all of these episodes, they probably, yes. to some degree, drank the Kool-Aid. They're a veteran, yes. They're I ve- commend you. Yes. But, but you. I, I do want to give you one shot. If someone hasn't drank, drank the Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say to the leaders out there that need to engage Ripple leadership? Well, I think the challenge is I find most people are really good at two of the Ripples. Most people naturally can focus on one as a big strength, two is kind of okay, and the third one they sort of neglect. And so I would challenge you to use those strengths well and go look in those areas that maybe aren't so comfortable for you. Maybe you're not really comfortable in the interpersonal parts. Try a couple of those things. If you don't think that you as a leader really have a big impact, maybe you should try some of the you know self-centered pieces that are going to help you be more effective. Or if you think you know, structures for sissies, come on, we can wing it the whole time, go in there and try a couple things. I think if people go and even even just get down to one exercise and take five minutes and kind of write down some of the thoughts and go check it with somebody they trust and get a little bit of a perspective shift, sometimes that can make the difference between hitting your head against the wall and walking to the through the door that's right next to it. Because as long as you keep hitting the head against the wall, it's tiring you out and everybody else around you. So I, I think it's something, I mean, it's really built as a practical manual to improve your leadership. Just try something out and see if it's going to work better. I believe that even in... Any of these areas where you try it, your people are going to be watching you. And they're going to say, wow, the boss isn't perfect. He's, he or she is trying to do something different and get better. And that has them, they should reciprocate and think, how can I be better? Rather than the boss has arrived, sitting there, cooling his jets. So I, can, I, I can't wait till I can be there too. 
working on your own leadership, I think, is one of the most powerful things you can do. And I frequently say that one of the best ways to learn about your limitations, you can either have kids or you can become a leader because you'll be faced with your limitations every day, the things that are very hard for you. If you engage other people around those in this kind of process, I think you're going to get better results for you and everybody around For more about Ripple and Ripple Leadership, visit us online at rippleleader.com. You can order your copy of Ripple and gain access to other valuable resources. If you're on Twitter, follow and interact with Chris at at rippleleader. And the Ripple Leader podcast is brought to you by the great folks at the Trebuchet Group. Trebuchet Group, a group of consultants that believe their success is a byproduct of the success they help others create. And you can learn more about the work of the Trebuchet Group at trebuchetgroup.com. I want to thank you for listening. And until next time, as always, go out and make some ripples.